I'm like, hey, what's up, hello? Since you're pretty ass, soon as you came in the door. I just wanna chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to Welcome whip, back and now she didn't make some for Oh, presented by Couch Guy Sports, where you can go and listen to a new episode of Into the Triangle for the first time in 17 years. This is episode... Voice crack number 90, opening take, Steve Scott, what do you got? Yo! My big take tonight has to do with Cam Newton because that news just broke. Just broke. I'm very excited. An hour ago. Yeah, it was an hour ago. Wow, that was a fast hour. It was. Time flies. I think the Patriots are right back in as AFC favorites. They're going to win the AFC East, and they'll be in the AFC fucking... uh, Ah, they'll be in the AFC Championship. That's what I'll say. That's my big take. About it. Whoa. Who are they playing in the AFC Championship? Ravens or Chiefs? Texans. Chiefs. It'll be the Chiefs. No, you you can't even. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, Now I'm all fucked up. Josh Allen might not be the best quarterback in the AFC East. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's hard to say. Well, no way. Well, no way in hell. <laughs> there he comes. <laughs> Josh, here's Josh Allen slander. No, uh, no, no. I love Josh Allen. You know that. Cam Newton on the Patriots, man. I, that's sick. I love it. Yeah, you all in? You yeah, ready the to? Total opposite of what the Patriots are, dude. I I cannot wait to watch and see how it unfolds. Like the first time he airplanes over to Bill Belichick. I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I can't, dude. That's unreal. I wonder if he'll be different, though. You know, he could be a little bit because it's like he's I mean, been. He kind of got snubbed, so you know what I mean. It's one of those things where it's like, is he gonna kind of just be part of the Patriot way, just to kind of fit in, or is he just gonna be same old Cam? It'll be interesting to see. It, and it could be a total like, not PR. It's not PR. That's not what I'm trying to say. But like contract move. If he can be that serious quarterback, maybe teams look at him next year and actually do give him, like, a three-year deal. Yeah. You know, go all in on him because, oh, yeah, there is a serious side to Cam Newton. It's and not we get just, a like, all fun pick. and play. True. We get a third-rounder to make up for the third-rounder we just lost from uh, the Browns gate thing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we would, we would get one from a composite? Why, why is that? I, I just I didn't know that. If someone signs Cam Newton after, like, he plays for us. Assuming he, like, stays the whole season in chip. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I bet you nah, – I, I bet you he oh, sticks around. This is, all right, big take. Second big take before anybody gets a first <laughs> takeout. Cam Newton signs the rest of his career as a Patriot, and it's all successful. That's That's big. enormous. Let's go. That's a huge take. Five more years at least, and he's great. Wow. That's my big take. Fucking right out of the gates. Let's go. I don't know if I see that much, but I love it, man. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. I mean, are, are we gonna are we gonna get into this a little bit more? Or we just want to elaborate on now. Uh, let's go. We oh, let's, let's get, get the big it, right? take. Let's get the the opening takes out first, and then we'll dive right into it. Okay. So my mine was music themed. So that's give it to us, Gilly. Just... No, it's okay. It. We can wait for another week to do that then. No, what? do it up. Dude, it's an opening take. It's freeform. 
No, we just already started about talking about Cam Newton. So? So the we, we always come back we'll to it. Keep talking about it. Yeah. We're no. We haven't finished the opening takes yet. Give give the opening take, and then we'll get back to <laughs> Cam, Cam Newton. Takes. I want all Cam Newton. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm only gonna talk about Cam Newton. Okay. This is the Cam Newton pod officially. We're just we just made it the Cam Newton pod. <laughs> it is, this is it's an emergency pod. It's an emergency pod now. Yeah. It is a Sunday night. This is this is rare. Yeah. Well, I'm in Disney World, and it's my anniversary tomorrow. So. Uh, for the listeners that are like, what the hell, there's SSPT on Monday? <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's my fault. I'm sorry. Let him know. Let's You're go. You're welcome. You're going to love it on a Monday. Happy Monday, bro. Shout out Jake Ruth here. All right, who's, who's the next Cam Newton fucking take here? I don't have, I don't, I don't have a Cam Newton take. I'm looking... huh. Fine, Oliver. What's your big take? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Big Fuck take. Out. He loves Cam Newton. No, oh, I'm good. Crap. I'm passing on my take, I guess. No, you're not. Give nah, us a take, Ollie. Nah, nope. No take? No, no take tonight. My big take no, is no, that I'm no. takeless. That's history. No, 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 don't be don't be the first non-taker. We've had it before. Yeah, yeah. I think I've non-taked before, definitely. Oh. Sorry, I got nothing in the tank. Pleading the fifth? Guess so. What, are you, what about, so, Ollie, are you convinced that Cam is going to be the starter? Like, do you think it's his, it's for sure, like, his job and shit? Or are you still a Stidham believer? To some degree, I'm gonna force uh, a big take out of you. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Surgically remove a big take from your your brain. Let's see. Um, I think it's Cam's job to lose, but I, I with the con- the way the contract worked, if Belichick likes what he sees out of Stidham in camp, seeing Cam Newton get cut at the end of August would not surprise me. I don't think it will happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. But Cam getting cut? Oh, I mean. To be fair, like, yeah, no, I don't know. I think that's realistic, too, to be honest. I don't think it will happen. It was like he had, like, a noodle arm, so as long as he's healthy, yeah, okay with that, but I don't know. Remember when Derek Anderson was coming into games to throw deep balls at the end of games because he couldn't? Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And and it was also the, like, he was, like, two years overdue for shoulder surgery or some shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah, he kind of went the Tanaka approach. Yeah. Did he get it? Did he end up getting it? Or yeah, he got it last yeah, year, he didn't did he? Last year. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He looks good in his Very in his Instagram good. videos, and he's motivated as hell. So um, it's right. very low risk to me, very high reward to me. It's kind of a no brainer. The way that yeah. with the way the contract is, because there's no guaranteed money. It's just minimum. It's all incentive based, so it's not hitting your cap room. Best best case scenario, obviously, is he has a great year, leaves, you get a third round comp pick, and he. Goes and goes elsewhere. That's probably your best best case scenario. Or he's the face of the franchise for the next decade. True, true. I mean, yeah, if I'm Stidham, I'm a little I'm pissed, pissed. But with you, I think we learned a lot about him this year because whether whether he plays or not, see how he reacts to this because it's competition. What's he? Is he gonna bitch and moan or is he gonna go? You know, give it his all and try to win that spot. You know, yeah, that's why I like it. To be honest, it's like I don't know, would have been lame as hell if it was just like Hoyer and him, where it's like, oh, big, big whoop. Stidham won the job over Hoyer, like realistically, mm-hmm. Hoyer's not going to win a job over anybody at this point in his career. Right, he's a good backup, but still, true. Oh. Yeah, no, it's just crazy. The Bears didn't like a team like the Bears, I should say, didn't make a move like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, like nothing to lose. Like you said, Oliver, it was like just no, very low risk, potentially high reward. I'm excited. 
it's gonna be fun. I th- I think it'll be like one season, but I think it'll be a fun season. I just hope they play. I well, that's the other thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's the weirdest season yet. Well, here's my couple of takes on this matter because it's a group of things that. I mean, I'm not a New England guy, and I don't. I'm going to ask a question really quick. Where did Jared Sim go to college? Because I know one of you knows Auburn. Auburn. Well, he transferred Auburn. Baylor and then Auburn. So, oh, well, I haven't watched Auburn football in a little while, probably since Cam Newton. <laughs> to be honest, but um, you know, I saw Josh McDaniels at a coaching clinic in Newport, and he was explaining to everybody how. You know the Patriot, the basically the Patriots fast screen system with run support and all this stuff. Josh McDaniels is a coach that needs a quarterback that is born and bred in the RPO, and that's what it sounds like he's trying to develop in the offense. Now Tom Brady, even though he is not an RPO like runner, he is a RPO like. He can just pull the ball or throw it somewhere else whenever he wants. It's a different style of RPO. He he doesn't run the option portion of it. He just makes choice routes out of everything. Cam, New- Cam Newton, I think, is the perfect guy for a McDaniels offense. And I kind of like what Steve said. Like It could be the face of the franchise for the next decade. Now, if Josh McDaniels is the next guy up, this could be McDaniels' guy. You know, yeah. and it and it just goes to show you that, like, I think that Josh McDaniels. This is like all a couple of big picks all in one. Like Josh McDaniels is, is is getting his voice heard more so than I think we've ever seen it right now. And you know, not being a Patriots guy, like you kind of see the writing on the wall. It's like, damn, the Patriots are changing. Like every yeah. everything is happening right now, and yeah. and it's a different style of quarterback. It's a different type of game that they're going to have to play in on the offensive side anyway. I mean, if Bill's there, Bill's there, he, he's going to run the defense. Um, but I, I think it's going to be fun. And and I'm not saying that just because Tom Brady is gone. I can be the guy that says I, I hated Tom Brady the past 20 years. Whatever. I can be that guy. But I, I think it's going to be fun being in New England and watching the Patriots do something different. I can confidently say that. The playbook just blew open for Josh McDaniels. Absolutely open, busted open. Like you said, he loves the he loves the short screens. He loves motion. He loves making like he loves all this shit. Right now, you throw yeah. in Cam Newton. He can yeah, run the ball. He, he can so tuck many. and run. You can make design QB runs with him. You can, you know, arm strength. Like Gilly said, read questionable options. right now. Read options, RPOs. Like, they have James White, Sony Michelle. And even if you want to play under center, you can play pistol like they do with Lamar Jackson and put Vitali at full in pistol formation to the right or left, lead block, run triple option. There's so much, so many different things that they can do with this offense now that they have Cam Newton. I, and, I have a big take. Sorry. Let's go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Big take, Cam Newton. He'll He'll win the job, and I think he'll be the Patriots' leading rusher this season. Wow, I would, I would not be surprised. Because I think honestly. I think it's also a combination of things, like you just mentioned. In terms of, I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off there. But with James White, Sony Michelle, you still have Damian uh, uh, Harris. I think it's Harris. 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 In the mix, Harris. so it's like I don't know. I, I feel like that could be too many, too many 
guys in the backfield. And uh, I don't know. I, I could see that happening. But I mean, I it'd think... probably have to be like 600, 700 yards. Nothing crazy. I'm not saying he's going to rush for 1,200 yards as a QB. But... but you know what? You think about that, right, that they have three running backs that are kind of – I mean, I wouldn't say Damian Harris is at the same level as James White or Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle obviously had a down year last year. But what I'd say is it is in the Patriots' interest that they have so many running backs right now, especially when you have a guy like Cam Newton running the offense – and he can keep the pace. And it might just be the pace that they need. Now, if Jared Stidham, I, like I said, I didn't watch Auburn football when he was there. But if Jared Stidham can play the RPO game, this might be the direct opportunity that McDaniels was looking for, as in Cam Newton runs a no-huddle offense for a couple of drives. Cam Newton becomes toast. You throw Jared Stidham in, in a different type of package and you keep with that no huddle hustle offense or RPO read style offense. And it's all instilled within the same person. Cam Newton could be the, the, the light for that Jared Stidham needed to teach him all this quick offense. You had me at no huddle. Yes. Just, Patriots. No huddle is like, the, oh. that's, that's, uh, that's everything. I just love so it so much. It, me too. It, just, it makes so much sense to me. And as a football fan, I think it's awesome. Like, this is a awesome signing for the Patriots because it's just going to be fun. And Cam Newton is a fun player. Like, you know, people hate him. Like, even Shannon was like, ooh, Cam Newton, like, ah. But I was like, you are going to love this guy. Like, people in Carolina – like, I, I – being a Falcons fan, I know Panthers fans because it's like I go back and forth with them. And Panthers fans hate that Cam Newton's gone. Like, it's without a doubt. People hate it. And he, it's just – it's going to be a change. It's going to be a change in Patriots football. Some people might not like it, but I think it's going to be awesome. So what's the likelihood that you become a Patriots fan? <laughs> I am definitely over-under going to – depending on how long the season is, obviously – if it's a normal season, I'll watch nine games. Nine games this Ooh. year, no Who are doubt. The most Patriots fans, like I, I am excited. To, I, I mean, and twice a year, I'm losing to Tom Brady now. So <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I'm watching those games. But um, you know, hey, I, I am, I am actually very excited to see how Patriots football changes because that's what that's what's about to happen. That's you know, I, I am excited for Cam Newton to Nikhil Harry. Ooh, I yeah. am excited. The last time, like, remember Kevin Benjamin's rookie year, first two years, like, when he was actually good at football? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was he, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and could get up there, and Cam Newton had a field day with him. Nikhil Harry's 6'4", right? 230, just a beast. You got Adam in the slot. You got a healthy Muhammad Sanu. Like, all of a sudden, things are start, starting to, you know, get together a little bit now. And like Josh said, it's just going to be fucking fun. Yeah. It's just going to be fun. Yep. I'm feeling excited I, for the first time. All, yeah. yeah, in a long time. <laughs> that's all. Even just boom or bust, that's what I care about. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Right. If it's, it doesn't work out and it's like whatever, then at least we kind of tried and shit. And then hopefully totally. we get a good quarterback next year if Stidham's not the guy. But at the very least, it seems like we at least could be a threat to, to the Bills. And that'll be interesting to see what, like, the odds and shit are in terms yeah. of if we're the favorite I think or the they, Bills are the favorite. they definitely boost at least a game. At least a game. Yeah. Like, it's eight and – what was it, eight and a half right now? 
for the Pats, and they definitely so. could go up the notch. I they think it's got to. I think. I think Cam it's got to favor the Patriots now, man. Like, leapfrog them. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that. I, I I don't know if I'm ready to say that they're favorited in the AFC East yet, just because, like you said, it could be a situation where they bring Cam in and it's like preseason cut or week one, week two, Stidham learns the no huddle offense, then they try to get him his reps. Like he could he could have been signed as a leader. Like I don't like I'm pumped because I hope that's what the Patriots turn into. I hope Cam's the next face of the franchise because that's awesome. But I think Stidham is also a guy that can learn, like I like I had said before. So if that's what they're trying to do, you might not see Cam Newton. So there's there are two pieces or two ways that this can go, you know? Um, know. We'll see. Fun stuff ahead, for sure, I think. This is big. This is big. Like, it is big. Shout out Josh for having us record tonight. True. <laughs> this is this is on Josh. Today. True. Fucking dude, profit. I'm a, straight, I'm a straight profit. It's been like that for the past <laughs> couple of weeks, dude. I don't know. What else are you? Yeah. What else? Oh, I I was thinking I would meet an NBA player tomorrow. They start coming in tomorrow. I'm in the bubble. Maybe I'll get a podcast connect. Oh. Who knows? Well, Hell yeah. What resort are you at? I'm at Saratoga, so I'm not in. I'm not at Coronado. Or Grand Floridian. I was telling, uh, was I telling you, Steve, before? Yeah, the Yacht Club is one, too. But I'm going to the Yacht Club tomorrow. Whoa, you might see somebody for real. So we're we're having uh, lunch there tomorrow. Um, So we were were at Polynesian tonight for dinner. And at the Polynesian, you can kind of see the Grand Floridian. And, you know, there's, it's barriered a little bit. And there's nobody there. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of people here in general in Disney World. But what I'll say is they are, like, secluding that those areas for the NBA. It, and I, I'm pretty sure, like, staff, there, there's a lot of staff that's just going to be strictly dedicated to them from what I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I get to kind of be inside the bubble. I don't know if the players that are starting to roll in tomorrow um, will be at the, the Yacht Club, but I'm, I'm going to be there. And I'm going to see what it's like. And I'll let you guys know. Maybe I'll tweet some pictures out or something if there's anything NBA. But if, buy a if body I see cam somebody... on Amazon and have it drone shipped to you so you can just, <laughs> just really get your whole day on. Spy on, spy on yeah. people's <laughs> decks and stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> but no, like, I think it could be a possibility. That was going to be my big take. Maybe I'll get a connection down here somehow. We get him on the podcast. James Harden on the pod next week. You heard right. it here first. Imagine. I'm not that much of a prophet. <laughs> That'd be insane. I'm not, like, working the spirits out here. Wow. But yeah. So, so, and so you're in Disney World. You, are you, will it be open at any time while you're there? Like, any rides? So, big take. Again, Disney World won't open on their scheduled date. No, um, which is a what? lot of, what lot of it is July 11th. Oh, okay. uh, they have a they have a soft reopening set for the eighth and the ninth, and that is only to um, annual pass holders and DVC members. But a lot of the workers, even the like the Bell people, that have 
we've talked to just like kind of getting into our room and stuff um they are like we don't want it to open no like they they're okay with like how this is kind of going right now but the influx of people and what's going on in the community it's not a good vibe like it, you can just kind of like feel it and like you talk to people like yeah like i talked to the uber driver this morning and he was like yeah nah yeah if they open disney world like it's gonna blow up all, all these people around here like don't want it to happen yeah, it's definitely not a good idea with everything. I don't still blame them. Blowing up still. Just yeah. chill, no. fans. Especially crowds. in that area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's not many people, dude. Like, the social distancing and stuff is very easy. Like, people are... I haven't seen one person without a mask. You know, like, there's certain, like, ways. Like, you can, like, have your mask on your neck. And then you start to see people coming up to you. You can put it Hold on. Up. Like, yeah. yeah, like, it, it's no big deal. Like, they tell you that when you check in and everything. Um but they definitely don't want it to open. They don't. The workers and, and everything else. So, But I like it. I mean, it's actually kind of quiet. Like, it's not like hectic Disney. That's dope. You know, That's you what know, you want. Like it's, a, it's an actual vacation for once. Like, yeah. And I love, trust me, I love the Disney, man. I love the Disney stuff. But um, it's really relaxing. So world news a little bit there, too. Sorry. True. Hey, yeah. big question. Will baseball start on time, you think? I do. That's the first, right? I do think they will. Um, Korea's still going, right? Japan's still going. Um, yeah. That's another thing yeah. that like Cam, Cam Newton just took over the world, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah. Baseball is also back. <laughs> oh, let's go! Okay. Um, we missed that one. That was one we missed by, like, what, a, how many hours? A day, yeah, not I even. Know. I was like, oh, all of our talk about <laughs> the season right? Was just completely irrelevant <laughs> 12 hours later. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it happens. Uh, I um, I do think baseball will start on time. I'm a, I haven't really – it hasn't really hit me yet that we'll actually be able to be watching baseball in a month. I don't, like, in regards to fantasy – It'll be nice to play fantasy sports again, but I can't imagine any league is going to be too serious this year. Yeah, uh, I beg to differ. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying like we're not going to be competitive, <laughs> we'll right? Obviously, we're going to go at each other's throats like we always do. But our league will be the same. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Even but, worse, actually. But like, it's it, we're not going to have the same. There's a bunch of pro- different proposals for a bunch of different leagues, right? So we'll see what happens. Right. I'm just excited no, to play yeah. fucking fantasy sports again, right? Been waiting almost if, if what like nine months to play fantasy baseball again. I was gonna say a fucking year, but that wasn't accurate. So, so I, what's more I important to you, real baseball or fantasy baseball? Oh, uh, real. Sorry, real. Baseball. You know this year, this year I'm I'm more about the fantasy. How about that? That's how I miss fantasy more than I miss real baseball. I agree. Big take. And. I think that speaks to how baseball is rolling, for me, anyway. Yeah, how so? Like, just it's just what what fans look forward to. Like, you know, MLB TV is kind of expensive, but like, you know, the blackouts are unreal, dude. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, just people want to see more. Like, people are just watching the highlights of their favorite players. Like, you can follow players on Twitter. You can follow Twitter. And they have like those things where it's like, oh, Ronald Acuna is up. Let's chime in. Right. I I think baseball is starting to single out the superstars a little bit and kind of focus in on like the fantasy, like aspect or not aspect, but like 
thought process. You know what I mean? And it's taking away from the game because you don't notice some of the lower end guys and people aren't going to the games as much because ticket sales are up and you don't watch it on TV because the game's too long. Like I love baseball, but the average fan is just, I think they just want their fantasy baseball because that's what they look at every all the time. You know? Yeah. Well, on a similar note, I feel like this could be the year to like really mix things up and try shit. And like yeah. one thing that I feel like, I think I've read it online being tossed around as not like a hypothetical idea, like especially fantasy related, like you're saying, would be like imagine like a cheap MLB TV plan where it's I don't even know what a good price would be, maybe twenty twenty five bucks for the season mm-hmm. for like a season like this, and um you you get to like watch all the at bats like easily in of one your place players. of all your players. All That'd be great. Sick. I would just like really even maybe 25 bucks is too much for a 60 game season, but still like even you pay 10 bucks for that easily. Right. I mean, like, would you, are you, yeah, for would sure. You, like, would you pay a dollar like this, per player? A dollar yeah. per player? I would, yeah. To get all of their at bats? I mean, I would. As long as not when I drop them, I have to pay another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still follow that other no, player. Maybe you want to trade them back, or maybe you're on yeah. the player. Hey, I'm going to yeah. get this at bat. Or I'm cool, going to get this start. Sick. Like, yeah, dude. That would be awesome. That would be an absolutely, like, bomb business. The like, possibilities would, for the MLB to, to, to market correctly are fucking endless, but they're oh, so yeah. caught up in their own shit that they, they just don't. They don't take chances. They do stupid shit and make game, stupid changes in the game that'll think will raise viewership when it's just not reachable to the audience they're trying to reach. Right. We've been over this a billion times, and it's something that pisses me off is just how stupid they are. Just we so are. dumb. Hang on one second. I'm going to put intellectual property stuff on that so just it's out there in the sound waves like that's our <laughs> that's our idea right there because there's nothing yeah. like that out there and that was you know that's what, a really I'm, smart more, idea. more more into it it's gilly's idea he started it so i'll just give we you can, that uh, i, I just want a percentage now that i gave you that remember the uh remember they created the elam ending for uh uh the ending of basketball games like we can just do the the ssbt stream that'll be, oh, that'll be that. awesome <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was talking to Sosa. He was telling me that he paid for the MLB TV, his subscription for it in February, auto-renewed, mm-hmm. and he's never heard anything else since. Like, he paid in full. I guess that, I mean... That doesn't surprise I guess, me. I know. Does Sosa but, listen to this? Uh, no. Because I somehow am still logged into his thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it working right now? I, I honestly have yet to tell him. I probably should tell him. But no, I should, I should check. <laughs> Dude, d- never tell him. Something, Your secret's safe. I, just, I, never, I never signed out of my Xbox, and I just go on my Xbox, and it works. Dude, I never signed out either, and I got signed out. I don't know how yours works. I, I don't know. I have no clue. Maybe I just don't want, don't watch the same games as him. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But he, I can't believe that the MLB like offered no refunds, and like his his dad's yeah, like a season, season ticket holder, never hears anything back from the Yankees. I, I don't, I, I don't know what I'd expect them to do, but season tickets know, are like that all start. around. Actually, I was talking to my uncle today, and he mm-hmm. said he got charged. He's a Bruins season ticket holder, and he was saying he's uh, for this upcoming season, so the twenty twenty one season. Billing started in March, and they're just keeping payments going. My dad, my dad got a call. My dad got a call, and he said he didn't want it. Good. Yeah. Well, well, and the NFL has been the great Red about Sox it, were... which is interesting. 
Because they've been one, at least the Patriots especially. I think a bunch of teams, though, at least local ones, have been, like, all for, like, the idea of, like, just deferring to 2021 instead. They give yeah. you the option. You're not going to lose your seats and shit. Um, mm. Even though they, like, as of right now, are saying we're planning for fans in the stadium. But And college teams, actually. I think there have been a few college teams that are, like, suspending season ticket sales altogether. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah, It should be interesting. It's like the calm before the storm, really, for the for this fall sports. I'll tell you what, if I – my name is in the Patriots season ticket box thing, the, the little drawing. So if I get it, I'm picking them up. Yeah, you will. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady's gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder – that'll be, that'll be fascinating when the like fans are in the stadium again, what ticket prices are going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, they can't you know, be charging I'm, like they were. I'm hoping that they don't gouge people anymore. Like, even if it's, like, $100, like, in that range, you know, they really need to start thinking about that. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, and you're going to crumble if you start having high ticket prices again. A lot of it is resale, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you're in the nosebleeds. You're in the, what is it, it either 300 or 400 section way up top, Mm. and it's, like, a decent game with decent weather, and it's, like, okay, you're back. 150 bucks for that to barely be able to see the field essentially which is I mean, crazy all, all it takes is legislator to say something like you can't third third party vendors can't do that or oh, you can't scary, though. it would be scary because it's you know then it kind of bounces off of many different portions of business but i don't know man like i i hate stuff hub like and, and Josh, they could be our sponsor. No, no. <laughs> Dude, I don't even care. No, no. But the reason why it's Seeky. not about the We're business. Pro- no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, but here's the thing. It's not about the actual business itself. It's the people. Because the people, right? Like if I want to sell my Red Sox tickets, they're not looking for their money like to break even. They're they're looking to always make money. Like the people, right? Because the, there's a fee yeah. to sell the tickets on the on the site, as it should be. But nobody's trying to break even. People are trying to always oversell, and that's the problem. Like Ooh. the the service should be for if you can't make a game, sell your tickets. Like I just think it's I don't agree with the third party vendors that way. And I don't want people are just aren't, like aren't a, honest. Well, yeah, and I don't want to get into like a like a political like aspect of it. I'm just saying, you know, like that's what I hate about third party vendors. It's not their business; it's the people that are, you know, selling those tickets and overpricing them back to the public. You know, well, you probably know best, Josh, because I, I I really don't. But like, do they crack down on that in terms of like season ticket holders? No. Like, I, I always well, thought season, that they were like did season ticket holders, season ticket yes. holders sold all their tickets and shit. Season ticket holders, because an organization like the Red Sox can go on that mm-hmm. site and then you know say hey that seat's a ticket seat, season ticket seat and yeah. you know you're not supposed to resell those there's resale rights like you sell them back to the red Sox, and that's it or okay. you have like a couple of designated people to go to the game in your place and you yeah. let the red Sox know when that happens or any you're supposed other. to do that yeah you're supposed to but oh, that's a lot of people don't and they don't really yeah. check they really yeah. are looking for the resale um so, I mean, that's just all I'm saying. Like, it, it's a little, it's more of a moral type thing. Like, you're just trying yeah. to 
snap snipe tickets on the on the minute they come out and then resell them for four times or more. Like that's so full. You know, and that's why people aren't in the stands either. Like the tickets aren't sold, so that, you know they're just cooping their losses. These people that are trying to oversell them, they're like, oh, I don't really want to go to the game. Like, what does that do for the game? You know, doesn't part of you kind of want baseball to plummet so you can just buy tickets for mad cheap? Well, those like, wouldn't that be, be kind of cool? Wouldn't they? Like, it's no. Like I, mean... I, I go to the gas uh, pump that's the cheapest. You know, like. Well, I don't like, get no one's why going teams... to MLS games, really. You know what I mean? Like, are no, least, like, I know. In New, I know. In New England. But, That's what I'm thinking. But if about. I'm in Baltimore for the weekend and the Sox are playing, I'm going. You know, it's thirteen dollars a ticket. Hell yeah! Like, why doesn't why don't baseball fans like, especially the franchise teams that are really really high up, Yankees, Sox? Yes, they make their money because fans are devoted. But what if they just plummeted their tickets? They'd still be making the same amount of money because. Every single seat would be full. Every single seat. I don't know. It's just blows my mind sometimes. I don't know. It's like, why would you drop the ticket prices if they don't care if people are in the sands as much as long as they sell the ticket and get the money right there? Like, yeah, it'll help on concessions and stuff if all the seats are full, but if they're selling them at 90 bucks and they sell out, why drop it to 30 bucks? You know, you're losing. Like Yankee Stadium. Well, I'm just saying, I'm that. saying more reasonable price. Like ninety bucks, people are going to pay pay ninety bucks. I'm saying like the three, four hundred dollar tickets. Like you, you watch Yankee Stadium or even Dodger Stadium nowadays. They have those fancy luxury seats where you get full service. They're not full, and yes, they're no. they're meant to be for business people. But what if those tickets were, you know, I mean, they're more than three, four hundred dollars. Don't get me wrong. They're like six, seven. Eight hundred dollars for those seats, but if, what if they were more affordable? Two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a game. I think about it. Well, once, once, once a year, splurge on that type of seat for a game. I'd think about it, but I'm not spending nine hundred. Yeah, that's just unfortunately, it's the world we live in. Is the people Inflation. that can afford to do it <laughs> go do it, and we cry in the corner. Yeah, we we it sit. Just, we sit in the family-friendly section in left field because they're eighty dollars tickets. It, it pains me because it's down killing the game. Just head down to Queens and go to a Mets game, and you'll live like a king for six hundred, seven hundred bucks <laughs> <laughs> for uh, like a oh minimal God. experience at Yankee I just it kills me. It kills me to see stadiums empty, and especially like seats like that, where those are the people that really love the game, like the seat, the people that want those seats. You know, yeah. and it, I don't know. It kill it kills the game, man. Like I hate seeing empty seats anywhere. Uh, even like the Marlins, dude. Like I'd make a stunt and just make a dollar a ticket just to fill the place. You know, it's kills me because it, it it wasn't like that for a long time. We we kind of lived in the golden era of baseball. Coors, yeah, Coors yeah, so. was sold out. Every year, Fenway is sold out every year. Like, I don't know. It's just different. Baseball just feels so different now. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Rob Manfred has fucked it. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Anti-Rob Manfred podcast. Dude, it's time for Rob Manfred. I, you know, I'm glad baseball's back and all that shit, and it's probably going to get swept under the rug again. That, you know, 
Rob Manfred will remain in his job, but I wish he'd go. He botched so much. He botched the Red Sox investigation, made us look like jokes. He botched the he botched the Astros thing. Also, what's up with this Yankees letter? Is this going to get unsealed or what? Yeah, we're just going to just forget that happened. Like, okay, the Yankees cheated, cheated, and that was like a one-hour thing on Twitter that we all flipped out about, it, and then we never even heard what We what, haven't what heard shit from – well, it went to court, right? Like, you know, when you look guilty, when both parties say to the judge, please don't unseal this, and then the judge is like, no, I'm unsealing it. Right. That's the last I've heard of it. Me too. I haven't heard anything. So it's been weeks. I don't know. The more – like, the more shit that was out about it, though, it sounded like it was, like, not that big. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it was, like, hyped up at first, but then it sounds... Like, think about how many things might happen that MLB keeps under wraps in terms of, like, warnings and just different things like that that doesn't get leaked to the media and shit. Like, that, there must be so much more, realistically. Like, oh, totally. You can't tell me that teams like the Dodgers and all them are totally without fault and have never been... Oh, totally. I just want league, Yankees like, fans no. to shut up on Twitter. Yeah, and I don't want the Red Sox to be <laughs> demonized for like doing less than other teams do. Like we get a bad rap all the time, and it's like, well, what the fuck? Every other team's doing the same shit. Why are we the assholes all the time? It's us. Like what the fuck? Like Cora lost his job, and we, and we had to demonize him. I don't know. I, I, I'm not happy with a lot, the way those investigations went down. I think Manfred's got to go, and then and then you got this this back and forth bullshit that was like this entire, you know, from. The quarantine on, it's been like a back and forth with the players and the owners. Manfred did, he, you know, he represented the owners, and I'm sure everybody's happy with, all the owners are happy with the way he handled himself, but the players aren't. I don't know. I just don't like it. That's why he's going to keep his job, because he's making his employees happy. He's making the owners happy, so. But you think of, like, like someone like Adam Silver, who seems like, I mean, to me, I I, I don't know everything about sports, but I just know that I think Adam Silver is a, a really good commissioner. I mean, he seems to represent both the owners and the players well. Manfred's just a douche. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. That's what, that's what I'm I don't about. like it either. I'm Adam just, Silver fuck him. is like the best commissioner. He's got to be. Silver's I been mean, great. And the fans, too. Like, he right. actually, like, speaks out in a tone that, like, really. He listens to everyone. He, he gets everyone's opinion. By far. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like he tries. Voices actually matter. Yeah. Manfred just acts like he doesn't hear it or freaking, you know what I mean? Like he just, oh, well, we try to do things and I don't know. Yeah, I think part of it is also the nature of the game too, though. Think about it, like, in terms of, like, I don't know, baseball players. You got, like, Mike, first of all, Mike Trout, as good as he is and as he could be the best player of all time, just mm-hmm. his personality and the way that the the league and just in general, he just seems like a humble guy that doesn't really want the spotlight. So it's like you compare him to, like, a LeBron where it's like, yes, LeBron's one of five guys on a court at any given time and arguably one of the best players ever and it's like he he's outspoken he's uh, it, it's like tough in that regard because i feel yeah. like baseball players i don't know you got a few outliers here and there and we're seeing more and more now which is cool yeah like all of a sudden jack flaherty's in the mix kind of yeah true starting conversations and shit and like marcus stroman and stuff but i mean i think about how many more nba players that you'll see post about stuff and i don't know i kind of different in that aspect but hopefully mlb takes note kind of copies the NBA. Hey, also, good good segue talking about Strowman because this week, it was this week, right, that Gilly murdered Chilling on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Twitter? Was it this week? Yeah. I think oh, yeah, this, this past week. We haven't, we haven't recorded we? since. 
Is so, he still gone, by the way? Is he still? We I don't know. I can find out real look. quick. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, me too. I, I've i missed a lot of stuff on Twitter. Besides uh, Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, <laughs> speaking of Friday, wait, oh, just uh, keep it on, uh, on baseball really quick. I, I was kind of chuckling before because um, you know who had a big take that is um, literally they, they shouted us out on their podcast too. But your boy, um, Fiesta, had a take that both Rob Manfred and Tony Clark should resign after this fiasco of the MLB stuff. <laughs> and they like that's a great take. On their last, that's a great on their take. Podcast. <laughs> Al was like, "Our uh, small state big take, our uh, small state big takes guys are gonna um, like that one." <laughs> Dude, shout out! Like. All right, shout out Fiesta for that one. That's that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Fiesta. Thank you, Fiesta. I'll give you some credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That was quite the exchange, and that was on Friday. That was that was a good one. It it um, at first it began with some shit talk about the trivia. Yeah, I was right? gonna say, can you recap think, it real quick for people yeah, listening that might not have seen it and shit? All right, I'm a little. I I just think they what? don't understand good fun of Twitter. So it, it began with, uh, oh they say, okay. So it starts it starts off with. Al texting us all about doing a trivia thing with the Couch Guy Sports guys. All right, sure. And then it, then so oh, then the odds came out. That's what it was. The odds came mm, out. The the, odds. Yeah. So, which <laughs> did not create, by the way. I want. I checked with him. I was like, "Did you create these odds?" I was just kind of curious. Who did? I I think it might have been Al. Was it tweeted through the Couch Guy Sports um, Twitter? Is that where that came from? I yeah, I believe so. so. That's your original tweet. Yeah, because so I think it, it was Al. To be honest. All right, so that tweet happened. <laughs> that's what happened and we just okay whatever and then a and little we, while later so mind you we're all on xbox me oliver josh and we get a tweet from it's like Fiesta. one o'clock almost so this this uh, is like past eight? midnight no not yet no no it started off not earlier yet. than that not yet it was like 10 10 o'clock what no yeah, it, it was later than 10 it was probably 10 o'clock is oliver's midnight no we got off i think i got <laughs> off xbox like one o'clock that night so i thought i thought that shit started maybe like an hour or so before that long. No, no, it went. Me. No, because it started off just me, and I was just responding. Because he started off like something about like small state takes his thing is uh like our odds are like we should be better than them. The favorites, yeah, 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 yeah. So then I, so, I just went off on some Stephen A. Get uh like reaction things because I, I just I always think that's funny. And it, so it started off like that, and then somewhere in between, Oliver is tweeting like words, like I'm tweeting like videos. And Oliver's like, Josh, I mean, uh, Oliver's like, what the fuck, bro? And I was like, oh, all right, so now we got two voices here coming through one po- account. And then, <laughs> and then Fiesta thought it was me because I chimed in with my personal Oh, account. right. So he thought, yeah, so he thought, yeah, he thought it was you're all me. being attacked by one guy that, <laughs> with two Twitters. But then, in fact, it's three guys on two Twitters. <laughs> I was pretty drunk at this point. Yeah, mind you, now I wasn't drinking. <laughs> Oliver and Josh were, and then I don't, I don't remember I, what, what happened. No, Take it from here. End, then yeah. I chimed in. Yeah, how the end? Uh, well, it, he kept calling, saying, or saying, "You, I fell into a trap." Right, that's right. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> so then I changed my bio to "I'm a trap lord." Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, he still, and then he tweets about something. Whoa, you can't 
you can't you have to hide behind another Twitter account or something like to that effect. But it wasn't you at all. It was and it, it was me and Oliver. All. So he actually fell into the trap because he thought I was all three people talking. Um <laughs> but it, it just wasn't that. I don't know. So he he was literally like off the chain already, so I was just adding to the chain. You know what I mean? Like he was like, "Okay, you're just assuming everything now, dude. Like now I'm just throwing some shade and having some fun." Like so then it ends uh, on so it ends early in the morning of Saturday. Oh yeah. And then things go quiet. And then... <laughs> what even? I don't even. What started today? I I don't even know what started it today. Oh, I didn't even see today because I've been traveling. I I was I was in a hardcore gift war. I, I don't know what start. I, hold on, I gotta look back to what it's. I just know that he probably thinks it was me still too. It might have been me that started. Thank I don't God even it remember. Was over because oh my God, that shit was so fucking annoying. The no offense. They were good ones. Come on, there were some good gifts. On mute. Well, I wasn't even looking. I just saw the notifications. <laughs> Your phone's just fucking burning up. I got a thousand respond like uh, notifications when I turned it on. Yeah. My phone oh, it started off because Jake. Oh, oh, so so Jake says, um, because Al was going to be on our on the uh, Jeopardy thing on freaking Wednesday because Al wanted to be on last week. He tried inviting himself on to the Jeopardy uh, for last week, and right, what was last week? Yeah. I don't yeah. know, dude. I don't know what the was. This is I don't so know. confusing. I don't know. I should have wrote it down. And then they but, just went back and forth with gist for like an hour, and I wanted to throw my phone into the fucking toilet. It was a good exchange. So, bottom line, there's a lot of hype for the uh, upcoming. Well, I mean, all I gotta say is ten thousand to five hundred. Facts. Our Twitter true. game is superior. We yeah, have the best Twitter I mean, game in Couch Cry Sports. I, uh, yeah. The I average tweet back time for me on Friday night was amazing. Instant. <laughs> Instantaneous, dude. And I was like, it was like crickets. So I don't even care. I was on point. We were fast finger. Like, there's no. It's. It's. I got to be obvious. I mean, you got to be like superhuman to tweet that fast. I mean, I'm not a big Twitter guy. Like, I, I am not like the Twitter guy for our podcast at all. But like, you come at the boys, you get the shade. Kurt Schillinger in that hard way. Aubrey Huff yeah. might. Oh yeah, let's bring that back to Kurt Schilling real quick. So we basically were. Oh, my phone's gonna die. We we contributed to making <sighs> Kurt Schilling or Gilly, I should specify, contributed to making Kurt Schilling. Deactivate his Twitter account last week. That we was don't epic. know what he was. Res- he responded to us. We don't know what he said. I do. No, yeah, I do. What he say? He said, uh, "Stop electing corrupt government officials with a link." He said yeah. every, every time. Every time someone mentions Thirty Eight Studios to him from Rhode Island, he responds back with the same thing. He says, pretty much along those lines. You know, it's not verbatim, but it's you know, stop electing corrupt government officials with a link to an article. See, I'm, uh, I'm glad I didn't see that because I would have kept going. <laughs> you wouldn't have had a chance to. He would have blocked you by then, though. I know. <laughs> He's such well, a wimp. Deactivated the whole, win- the whole way. Yeah. I, I'm so mad I didn't see that at all. I just, like, looked on it, at it, like, the next morning. I was like, oh, wow. Wait, what? Oh, my God, he's done. <laughs> yeah. He his Twitter. Yeah, that tweet popped off, and, and it was, like, in a – chain with Trevor Bauer because he went back for Trevor Bauer too, right? Yeah, yeah, because that, that's how. Yeah, exactly. I hopped on that. It's good. That was good. Funny. Classic. That was good. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never uh, leave my bat on the shoulder when it comes to taking a shot at Chris Schilling. <laughs> the real question is, if he blocked us and then deactivated, he probably did. But I'd be curious to see 
once he reactivates. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> um, Will he come back? Wait, I don't... he deactivated his Twitter in general? Yeah. So I missed yeah. it. I'm sorry, I was getting my phone. Yeah, Shelling did. Wow. Yeah, hashtag Gilly killed, uh, Gil killed Chill. <laughs> or, or Gilly killed Chili. <laughs> so he used them both. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's a, yeah. We'll put that on a t-shirt. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, Chris Shilling... still follows me. He followed you? He did. He followed you? Yeah, he did a while ago. What the hell? That's weird. I said something. Uh, hang on. Let me see. Hopefully it wasn't something racist that he agreed with. Cause that's... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'm, I'm a racist, Steve. <laughs> Josh, something racist? <sighs> I don't know what that guy's uh... deal is. Yeah, Kurt Schilling doesn't even come up on Twitter anymore. What? what? Yeah. Do you no, think he's, he's senile? No. Do you think it's p- part of it's being senile or like? I can't even look. No, I think he's just a bigot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. What was his handle? Sorry. Gehrig thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> who knows why? <laughs> what a sucker! I'm willing to bet he was a Lou Gehrig fan and he wore number thirty eight. Dude, David Wells had, was obsessed with fucking Babe Ruth. Fun fact. Yeah, it shows. This hot dog consumption overrated. Said all over. David Wells? Wells. Well, he threw Wells. a perfect game, didn't he? So, so he's not overrated. Who's more overrated, David Wells or Babe Ruth? Uh, <laughs> Respectively. <laughs> I don't know. The people overrate David Wells. <laughs> wow. I think I think he's pretty properly rated. <laughs> Dude, fuck David Wells. He was playing though. I for some reason I feel like when he was like in the moment, early two thousands, I guess I like assumed that he was going to be like a Hall of Fame type pitcher. And then looking back on his career, it was like oh, it's good, but it's not elite at all. You know, yeah, he was fine. Yeah, I agreed. That was. I, I think I just warped perception at the time. I was like, oh my god, David Wells is nasty. Like, no, not really. You always I have to cut. A lot of wins. You always have to cut some of those guys some slack because they're playing against juiced up meatheads. And that well, that rotation he had with those Yankees teams, like he had like Mussina. I mean, just the whole Yankees team. Yeah, I know. Who else? Well, Wells like the Is number Clemens three there. Pick. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Clemens. Hold on, we gotta see that. Pettit. What year was like two thousand one? Yeah, Pettit. Pettit. Pettit was, yeah. yeah. Man, fuck those guys. <laughs> Kevin Brown. Or Orlando Hernandez. El Duque. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, what a wind-up that guy had, huh? Iconic. Oh, yeah. My, phone, my computer is freezing up. That's great. Um, Lit. Dude, Chuck Knobloch. Oh, classic Chucky Knobs. Dude, show me the pictures, please. Do, 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 was David do, Wells do, even on the... Do, do. He wasn't even there in 2001. What year am I thinking? Do, 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 Dude, Ted, Ted Lilly was a fucking Yankee. Who, who remembers that? It's like 2003 Yankees. That's more dun, like it. Dun, 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 dun. That's great. Dun. Great rendition there, Ollie. Thanks. I had to keep... Ollie, did you... How'd your bum basketball go today? Did you... Yeah, it was rough. Did, did you hit your any of your overs? I might have hit the rebounds over, actually. Okay. But did not stay tuned to Instagram. Did not um, qualify for the points or three pointers. It was a rough performance. <laughs> it was fucking hot. 
We're playing against Shane Stewart's team, who's probably the best team in the league, like by a large margin. And uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of a rough outing all around for the squad today. Okay. Okay. How many points? Mm, today it was my worst game of the season. I think I only had I only remember scoring five, so I think that's I'm pretty sure that's all I had. All right. Big nice question. little lefty Ready? hook in there, though. A little baby hook, a little Magic Johnson era style thing. Uh, I guess it's more of a drop step than a hook, but it was over Jake D's, and he's like six five, Ooh, so that was nice. Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? They're in the same team again? Oh yeah, they're stacked, Jeez. and they they have a, they have a couple kids that just run up. They I don't know if you remember. Um, they, he has one of the labels who just makes every single shot. Who's that, okay. Dylan? Mm, lefty. The lefty one, yeah. Yeah, oh, I had him in baseball. Yeah, he's school. filthy. He's just a freak athlete. He's filthy, and then they have this other kid, San, his last name's Santos, and he played really. He's he's really good too. Oh yeah. Oh, I know the kid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't right. think I don't think any of them listen Big to this. Take, but I teed him up. I yeah, him that, up kid's kind of a, that, kid, that kid's kind of that kid. Yeah, not a, not really a fan like of that kid. <laughs> kind of a twat. Whoa! Big take from Molly. <laughs> it's on record. That's, that's bulletin board material for uh, for all those. Uh, he is a, he is a shit talker too. Like he was talking mad shit to Brock all game. It's like we we didn't really. I don't know. Is the kid with the sideburns the the Wolverine looking kid still playing? Is that kid and I? Pat Morcus. Eternal beast. No, well, him too, actually. I that might, that might be him, honestly. <laughs> I made but... him punt a ball at Green Hill Basketball Court. He punted a ball into the woods. That might be the kid I'm talking about. In the middle of our game. Why? What happened? Because <laughs> we, we we, they were undefeated, and we, like, by chance, I, like, brought a kid that I worked with randomly to, like, fill up for, like, five or six kids for our team that was, like, struggling to, like, just make enough on the court. And we ended up, like, with an upset of the century against this undefeated team with, like, all young kids. And he was so pissed at the end of the game, he literally punted the ball, and it, like, went into the woods, and he had to go get it. And it was like, what is going on? That must have been so satisfying. It was. What do you do in that situation? (laughs) What do you do? Yeah, it was just like, what? Exactly, (laughs) because it's like a a kid-run league, so it's not like anyone's going to be like, hey, knock it off, dude. It was like, like, okay, how old are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, all right, big question, ready? You guys got the first four pitchers in the, in the 2003 Yankees rotation. Who was the number five pitcher? 2003. And he's a guy. He's not like he's like a nobody. He was there for a while. Carl Pavano. Not a bad guess, but no. Ooh. I actually thought I had that. Was it Kevin Brown? No. Nope. Another, another uh, pretty good guess, but no. Garcia. No. All good guesses. 2003, uh, man. Like, I feel like I should know this. I Wait, so who did we get so far? We have... Wells, Messina, Clemens. Pettit. 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 Who had the most wins out of those? Randy Johnson. No, no Johnson's 05. Who had the most wins out of everybody? Who had the most wins out of those? David Wells. No. No. No, Pettit. Correct. Messina? Oh. 21. Clemens? No, no Pettit. It was, Pettit. It was no. <laughs> Just checking all the boxes. Oh, so Wells. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Dude. All right. The guy's brother played. Well, I'm not gonna say what team it is because you'll know. Um, no, I, mean, do I, I can think we're... picture this guy. He's got a strong draw draw line and pointy chin. 
big old mustache. Oh my god! Strong jawline. He's got a mustache. He's got a it's brother. All, it's all, he's got a brother. He has a brother that played, and his his brother was better than him. Another pitcher. Two oh. brother pitchers. And they're, they're Weaver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Jeff is the older one, right? Yeah. Cool. Jeff Weaver. You're right. We would have totally gotten that if you're like an Angels. Yeah. Like a West Coast pitcher. Jared Weaver. Wow. wow. No, I didn't know that. I totally forgot he was. Who was the number six pitcher? If you get this one. Jesus Christ. You get a thumbs up. No idea. Uh, he played for one. the White Sox, too, after the Yankees. Esteban Loaza. Not a bad guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Loaza was a Yankee, though, remember? Yeah. That was terrible. For a hot minute. Jose Quintana. From the White Sox? Contreras? Yes. Wow. I totally forgot he was a Yankee. Yeah. I like always just pictured him as a White Sox. Mm. Also, Armando Benitez is on this Yankee team. It's crazy. You know who's really, really cool? Who? Who? Bernie Williams. Don't push yeah. it. He spurned the Red Sox. Because he plays He's guitar. <laughs> He's just, he I don't know, I feel like hes his swag meter's got to be up there. I don't know. I don't know about that. He's a guy I personally struggled to hate, too, to be honest. Like, I didn't like him because he was a Yankee, but at the same time, if he was on any other team, I think I would have loved him. He had a cool stance that I like to mimic. He, I, I agree. Pretty, it's just, like, pretty so smooth. Nice crowd well, stance. Game is fun, too. Open. That's enough, all right, Yankee did appreciation minute is over. Did you know that? said too much. Yeah. The Red Sox offered him a massive contract, and he said no to it. Good. Before Johnny Damon. Good. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, I don't think God. <laughs> that would have been weird as shit. Imagine if we had Bernie. We, we would have liked him, probably. No, but wasn't Hideki Matsui, <laughs> like, potentially a thing at one time for the Red Sox? I don't know. I don't know, either. Honestly, I like, I like Matsui, too. <laughs> True, Matthew is another I one. Did, I really like him. He could hit. Remember him in the Angels? I always thought of it, too. It's like, this guy, he came into the league as a 29-year-old. He doesn't know what team he's playing. You know what I mean? In the sense yeah. of, like, he's, I can't put this on him. <laughs> he's a great hitter. I just like him. Yeah. Remember he broke his his, uh, his wrist catching that ball? I don't know what game it was, he, but he, like, went for it. Like, he was, like, trying to trap the ball. Oh, and it, yeah, it went backwards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Ew, yeah, I remember that clip. That was disgusting. A lot of stuff happened in that, like, time. You know who um, sucked? What, What's-his-face got smacked with a ball like Oliver did yesterday? Bro. True. <laughs> Is there a slow-mo video? I know. hope so. Um, but who was that guy? Matt Clement? Is that who got yeah. nailed in yeah. the yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, Billy I almost Boy. said that, and I thought it was in the group chat. <laughs> I was going to say something, too. I was like, <laughs> I was going to be like, Unlike Matt Clement, <laughs> I bounce right back up when struck out Evan to win the game right after, but that would have been a little rough. I literally had Matt Clement typed out, and I deleted it. I was like, ah, this might be fucked up. It's crazy like, that Matt Clement... Absolutely that thing was ripped. In right seat? in my fucking mouth. <laughs> Probably the best part of the face to get hit in is the mouth, I think, with a wiffle ball. I would would have hurt. Nose would have hurt Unless a lot, too. Forehead. Okay, forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top of the head. Yeah. That's, ear. That's fine. Dude, the vents, though, it's a good thing the solid part of the ball hits you because the vents would have ripped your lip right open. <laughs> True. No, yeah, I could have got like cut a pretty zombie. bad. <laughs> Been a fucking... <laughs> it looks like, like a cannibal by a wiffle ball. 
Yo, I got that, and I, I, I don't know, like, like, I just, the adrenaline was pumping after that one. I just struck out Evan on three straight fastballs. Yeah, dude, you, oh my god. <laughs> like rookie pumping. of the year, just kid just I'm, snapping the ball. It hey. like Jordan Hicks on strike three. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm not kidding. I, I was throwing a lot harder than I think I was capable of throwing a wiffle ball. Dude, I, the last strike was an absolute piss missile. And the knuckleball was <laughs> dancing, bro. <laughs> Oh, he's been icing his arm all day. <laughs> I did. I iced it when I got home yesterday. It feels good right now. I could probably... I, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Shit. Dude, my oh, leg was hurting old. this morning. Oh. My feet actually hurt. It was fun, though. I, what? From, from the, the wiffle ball game? Is the feet are hurting or the basketball I think game? it's a combination of all the running and <laughs> all the shit I've Physical. been doing with my absolute dog shit sneakers. What are you rocking the New Balance ones? I don't know. I think I'm gonna order new, new sneakers this week, and basketball shoes. Smart. I'm still playing basketball in fucking sneakers. I play in running shoes. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. RP ankles. True. Taking your life with your own hands in those. I know. I'll get like two inches of vertical if I upgrade to to new shoes. Be shacked in a fool, dude. Get some shack shoes. Be Duncan. Dude, get some N1s. Still make those? Sure. Remember the N1 shoes? I miss those t-shirts. Those N1 t-shirts. With the oh, yeah. Remember that with, like, the whatever N1? The guy Duncan kind of? Yeah, we'll just be, like, insulting things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't come Benjamin to my court. All about the money. Yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> cheesy sayings, but some yeah. of them were, like, actually just, like, rude. Don't step to me unless you want to get dunked on. You're like six years old at like first grade wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> that and like yeah, those, those always remind me of those big dog shirts too that kids would wear. Oh yeah. Remember that? Remember the brand too? Big dog or random something. insults. <laughs> like the, the nicest kid possible is wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys got any uh any finishing takes here as we as we wrap up our Cam Newton slash Ticketmaster slash all the Yankees teams episode. Yeah, I got one. Let's go. Slash Disney World. I hope to God that the Falcons somehow don't play the Tampa Bay and or Saints. I hope they don't play Tampa Bay in the divisional round so they can play them in the NFC championship. Uh, Somehow get to the Super Bowl, I hope. But if they don't, I think my prediction is going to be a Patriots and Buccaneers Super Bowl. <gasps> wow, Cam, how, how cool with, with would that Cam be? Cam Newton on top to dethrone Tom Brady. If that happens, the the this is rigged crowd is going to have a field day. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but I'm all about it. You know, take. with with that being said, give me that Super Bowl. Yeah, give me. It. Oh, I'm all I, about I, it. I actually want it. I'm down to like losing the AFC Championship to not have heartbreak in the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Um, so it's okay. Like I'm, I'm down to see that Super Bowl and sacrifice that. <clears throat> Interesting yeah. how you have the Falcons actually making the playoffs this year. Your optimism is there's an extra team. <laughs> pretty shocking. There's an extra team. I gotta put them in. True. Gotta do it, dude. Tom Brady's getting in trouble for having yeah, those practices. Any any other finishing takes? Yeah, if he was on the Patriots, they would have been taxed like a first round pick for the next four years. Totally, yeah. 
right, what about take? baseball? What about the Red Sox? How are we feeling about like a 60 game season? Alex Verdugo for MVP. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Alex Verdugo, 10 home runs, yes or no? Mm, no. Games? No. All right, all right, all right. Who's the home re- home run king this year? On the Red Sox or in general? In general. Yell it. With how many? 20? Mm. Yeah, that is weird to think. Yell it, Will. 22. Uh, you know, I'm going to say something weird here. Yes. Because it's, it's, it. so, it's so Joey Gallo-like. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say Joey Gallo with like 29. And it's going to be like freakish. I kind of like that. That's kind of spicy. I'm into that one. Yellick's probably the boring answer, but man, he's just so goddamn good. Who am I going to go with? You got one, Gillian? No, I'm thinking right. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who was like really hot at the end of last year. Splash also has had hot starts, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird combo of things. I mean, we're all in agreement, though, that Joey Gallo is going to go, like, 40 for, like, 250 and whatever it is. 28 homers. 29 homers. Yeah. hit all singles, the rest of them. Uh, all right, I'm going to say Pete Alonzo with 21. All right, looks like I'm keeping him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's... Uh, you know what? I'll go out on a limb. I'll, I'll save Vlad Jr. Why not? Wow. Let's go. Oh, how many? Moly. What about uh, what about batting average champion? Bobachette. Jeff McNeil. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff McNeil Jeff hits 400. McNeil hits 400? What? Yep. Jeez. You watch wow. it. Jeff McNeil's going to be the guy this year. Everybody's going, oh, wow, well, Jeff McNeil. Calling it. I'm just playing in one of my leagues, actually. <laughs> Smart, dude. He's going to be good. Yeah. And like Roto Leagues, he's nasty. Hell yeah. You know who's a sneaky guy for, like, this short season MVP? Austin Meadows. Ooh, love it. I don't know. Why? I got a weird feeling about him. Like, he is so, like, streaky hot in short periods of time. Yeah. And if he goes on, like, a 20-game run, like, uh, that's fucking perfect. I mean, that's for a 60-game like season. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's a good call, too, because well, he was red hot until he got hurt. And then yeah. it was like his season kind of fell apart, and he kind of—I don't know what happened in terms of—I think he wasn't as good when he came back from injury. I don't know if he came back too early or whatever. But yeah, no, that's a good option. Yeah, yeah, we got—we th- always think of people that are red hot players, like just guys that, that they are that that way. I got that one. one. I got one. Yeah, you got? your 2020 <laughs> AL MVP is none other than the man who's going to go on a 24-game hit streak. And then not hit for two weeks, and then go on a twenty-two game hit streak, and that's Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. MVP. I knew you were gonna go, JBJ. <laughs> Let's go. You said hot streaks, and boom, that comes oh. right to mind. True. Imagine stars aligned. That would be, that'd be the weird. That'd be perfect for twenty twenty. It would. JBJ MVP season. Oh, that would be so fucking. No disrespect funny. to JBJ, but that would. Be... Then we trade him away for nothing at the end of the year. <laughs> his his agent. He just won an MVP, and you're only going to give me $16 million for two years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. There you go. Mark it. Any Byron other? Buxton. Byron, Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton. Resurgent here. 
This is the year. I can't can't wait for you and Connor to to battle over who drafts Byron Buxton in the fourth round this season. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. Don't worry. Slowly moving it up. It won't be the fourth. It'll be be higher. (laughs) Third. Oh, oh, no. Oh, Oh, my God. Stay ahead of the curve. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be the first, actually. Fuck it. You know, know, it's kind of like coronavirus. You know, you stay ahead of the curve and then follows death. Yeah. No. <laughs> you get flatlined. <laughs> I, I hope Byron Buxton is not listening. Oh God! All right, P. Byron Buxton needs a new one. All right, boys. Good, good talks there. tonight. And listeners are going to be appalled when this drops. I mean, it'll be up in like thirty minutes. We should tweet it out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. it. All right, we'll tweet oh, it out tonight. By the way, wait. Wait one second before yep. you finish. I'm going to say something at the end of the podcast from now on. Oh. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Highly encouraged. All right. You want, you want the last word, Josh? Like I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> from now on? Josh. Josh is the final word. Josh's final word. I'm, I'm into it. New segment. Great idea, yeah. I'm nervous. I like it. I'm excited. Oh, boy. The anticipation is building. It, it's not going um, to be anything fantastic. I'm going to say it well, yeah. <laughs> until I get a response. Okay. Is that Kurt Schilling, isn't it? No. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> a surprise Sunday night episode drop. If anybody's actually listening to this on Sunday night, one, thank you. Two, you're a psycho. Um, we'll, be back. we'll be back next week. Regular scheduled programming uh, as, as as of this very moment anyways. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to go give Couch Guy Sports a follow. You know, check out the other lineup, including Mike Gilligan's second podcast with a fellow friend, Connor Ryan, verbally committed. They've got a bunch of stuff over there. Be sure to check it out. Be sure to to follow us on Twitter if you're not already for whatever reason, because we are approaching that 300 mark, and that is nuts. So thank you. And wait, wait. wait. What do we have going on this week, though? Don't we have a couple trivia things before Josh goes? <laughs> yep. We have CSL, again, cross state lines with Jake and Dave on Wednesday, right? And then we have Couch Guy yeah. Sports Trivia on Thursday. I don't know busy, when those episodes busy. will be released. I don't know if he, I CSL, I assume, is going to be streamed live. I don't know if Couch Guy's planning on streaming live or not. I think they're going to on Facebook, but I don't know. All right. So be on the lookout for both of those. Cool. Sweet. All right, with that being said, here's Josh's final word. I'm a trap lord. <laughs> oh! <laughs>